time to get real. I want to see some crazy whizbiz. What's the I want to see some of that whiz biz. Welcome back to WizBiz with Alex and Eric. Uh, we are a podcast about Adventure Time, and uh, in this episode, th- welcome to season four. You're joining us for season four. We're we're having a we're going to be a little bit. I, I'm excited about this episode. Anyhow, I'm Eric. Hey, hey, you know what, Eric? I'm no. Alex, and yeah, welcome to season four. Thanks. So I may welcome you as well, well. Welcome to you as well, Alex. Season Thanks. four, I think, promises to be uh, good and spooky. And yes, it is. Yeah. Um, though it's spooky in a cute way, so dare we say spoopy. Spoopy. It's spoopy, just it like spoopy. the spoopy tarot. Um, so uh, I think before we uh, start, we need to explain to the listeners that, uh, it, so, uh, since I assume if anybody's watching along with Adventure Time, they're probably doing it on HBO Max or what we're supposed to call Max now, but I hate doing that. So Well, the problem is it's also on, I think, Hulu. And I don't know if the order is the same on there. Okay. Or like some some other streaming service. I don't remember which one. All right. Well, so I'm watching it on Max. And the I thing is, um, the episode order on Max is, is is fucked up. It's not in the right order. Yes. So we are, we will say uh, at the beginning of every episode of season four, which, episode, which episodes we're talking about. And in this first episode, we're going to start off uh, with things a little weirdly out of order, though it will work for you on Max. Uh, we're talking about... Season four, episode one, Hot to the Touch. And season four, episode In Your Footsteps. Yeah, I was about to say, season, it, like, episode it, one is episode one everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that, that's the natural progression from the end of season yeah. three. And the ones we're skipping, we're going to be, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to breeze by uh, episodes uh, two through four, which are the Five Short Grables, Web Weirdos, and Dream of Love. Yes. Um. But uh, but let's start off by saying uh, happy holidays. Hey, you know what? Around here in this mega household, we say Merry Christmas. All right, it's too early for, too early for Christmas. Merry Christmas! It's after Thanksgiving, where America <laughs> won the world for Jesus. Uh, yes, happy holidays to you as well. Uh, to anybody out there that didn't understand that's a joke, there's like twenty something holidays between Thanksgiving and oh yeah, uh, there's like tons. the second week and. January that so it's the holiday season yeah you stop yeah. being an asshole uh uh so Eric how have you been what's 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 the haps what's the scoop what's going on well you know it's been weeks since our listeners heard from us last um and uh I took a Thanksgiving vacation I uh I had a, a birthday uh I painted my nails uh bronze yes pretty cool isn't it that's pretty cool the color of the ocean according to the Greeks yes <clears throat> <laughs> um uh, I started rereading Neil Stevenson's Quicksilver, uh, which I read originally when it first came out. It's the first giant book of the Baroque cycle. Hey, you know, um, that book's not allowed to be called that in the MCU. Quicksilver? It's a really, oh really, God. it's a really dumb joke. That's, that's, I, you usually have better jokes. <laughs> no, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I swear I you do. I think you failed to understand that when I give a giant wind up, there is no way, shape, or form am I trying to make an actual clever joke. <laughs> <laughs> How have you been, though? Uh, I've been, you know, um, I've been what uh, therapists call, I'm just going to say, eh, fine. 
because I don't want to talk about it. Uh, well. No, I've been I've been a miserable mess, uh, you know, as as per my normal. So I, I'm I'm every day is an Alex day. I f- I was sort of wondering if when uh, the weather changed and it started getting dark at four thirty in the afternoon, if it would uh, make you happy. No, uh, the only thing that would really make me happy is instead of like the cold kiss of the Oregonian rain, it would be the cold kiss of death and the sweet, sweet embrace therein. Mm. <laughs> you you sound like uh, Thanos now. Yes, yeah. uh, especially comic book Thanos, because I would love to throw down with death. She's kind of hot, yes. a little bony. Uh, comic book uh, Thanos, for audience at home, uh, did not want to balance the universe because of uh, scarcity. He was so in love with death, which in uh, the Marvel Universe is like an actual uh, physical manifestation. Uh, and it's, it's a foxy lady uh, with like no face. But he's so in love with her <laughs> that he kills half the universe to try to impress her. And she's like, yeah, I don't I don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah. She's totally not impressed. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really great. Yeah, it's... Uh... I wish they would have done that in the movie. That would have been better. Uh, though, to be fair, I would do that for the death from the Sandman comics. The super gothy one with like the, the onk. Yeah, yeah, I think you are kind of on record uh, having a thing for uh, goth chicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except for Marceline. Yeah, she's not really goth. She's like a poser. She's more emo. She's totally goth. She's emo. Emo's just goth light. Yeah, exactly. I don't want goth light. I want full house, <laughs> bow house. I'm so sad I haven't showered in three days, goth. That's what I'm here for. I'm here for the depression, damn it. Uh, yeah, so I've you been just fine. Thanks for asking. Nosh hot lunch with her soul. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I know what you mean there. It's an Adventure Time quote. Nosh hot lunch? With her soul. Ew, is that really what they said? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Finn says this whole thing where he looked deep into her eyes. And he noshed hot lunch with her soul. Oh, I didn't. I did not pick up on that. I mean, I heard that line. I don't think that like it didn't sink in my head how gross of a phrase that was <laughs> until right now. Nosh hot lunch is so. So season four, episode one, Ugh. it like it picks up. Uh, I, I kind of like that they did this. It it picks up right on the heels of the end of season three. You know, like yeah. Flame Princess has just run away, and Finn's enamored, and he's like, "Let's let's chase her down." And it's awkward. And yeah. she's kind of a murderous monster on a rampage. Uh, I mean, Although, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that she didn't manage to kill anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like she's a murderer. She's a she's a uh, property-destroyingist yeah. monster yeah. on a rampage. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Godzilla that's like stepping really carefully. When it's mm-hmm. going through the city or that I forget which shitty DC movie it was. But remember after they like killed everybody in Metropolis during a fight, the next movie they went, oh, no, good thing it's Saturday. Downtown's mostly empty. <laughs> I forget which one it is. It's like the worst line of dialogue. Oh, it's I think it's um Batman v Superman because at the end they're like, oh, oh no, they're at like the island. Good thing it, there's no one there. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, but there's that scene in this episode where where Flame Princess basically turns into like a fire kaiju like yes like she's she's enormous she's got to be like 100 feet tall and made out of fire and shooting fire everywhere and the goblin village is nearly destroyed and how is that well we know that goblins are a little fire resistant at least their buns because i'm pretty sure we've seen goblin buns get singed well i mean we see jake's buns get singed too and he's yeah next next scene um so yeah she goes all nuts um 
there's a there's some really funny lines in the beginning mm-hmm. where so Finn actually has really great lines in this, which is which so is so does Jake kind of oh yeah, but Jake's yeah. that's normal. Jake Finn getting is, good yeah. lines is that's that's yeah. the, that's the remarkable yeah. One. yeah yeah like noshed hot lunch with her soul. Well, I like where. <laughs> I mean, this is actually more Jake getting the funny line, but it's Finn's setup where uh-huh. Finn gives this long speech about, yeah, then you're just like some some guy in the snow looking for a piece of ham. And Jake's <laughs> like, Jake goes, God, just one piece of ham in the snow. And he never hears the end yeah. of it. It's so, like, it sounds like Finn is like desperately trying to describe his emotional state, but what he's really doing is remembering he's... a time and comparing it that Jake drops some ham in the snow. It is It is such a fun, like throwaway thing. Uh, but yeah, the, the, there's a big um, uh, miscommunication going on because uh, Flame Princess has not actually left the Flame Kingdom that much, it seems like. And she doesn't understand that, uh, that other people are made mostly of water. Yeah. And also, uh, it, I, I'm not sure if this is something that continues through the series, but if you hurt the flames that she starts, it hurts her. Like if you yeah. extinguish her fire, it hurts her. And I don't. I'm not sure. I've, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep an eye out for this uh, in future Flame Princess appearances to see if that happens again. But I don't I feel remember. Like that's so something that they kind of don't pay attention to. They a hundred percent, um, keep up with the when she gets wet, she gets hurt thing. Yeah. Um, which makes congratulations, sense. Alex, for not making the four jokes you thought of. Uh, <laughs> but I guess that counts as one. So shit. But Damn. um, that's, yes, keep that an eye on the that fifth joke though because. It doesn't make a lot of sense from a, you know, physics perspective. I know we're not dealing with <laughs> physics here, but like, and then there's lots of, you know, there's like science that can be involved. Like how far away does the flame have to be that's still part of you? Yeah. Would, does this apply to her dad? So could you start like punching flam, flambo while it's in the under kingdom? Does oh. her dad feel it? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good question. Fun, yeah, it is good question. I mean, it's, I'm a reporter first and foremost yeah, yeah, on the show. Yeah, I see that. I mean, you know, we don't like who what where. Why? So, uh so one of the one of the pieces of continuity that doesn't come up until much later is, you know, Flame Princess tells us that she's the flame elemental. And we don't really have a good concept of the elementals yet. Like there are four of them on the on the planet, uh and they do end up being flame print Wait, are there five of them? There's four of them. There's four, and Lumpy Space Princess is the non-elemental element. Right, right, right. I right. think. Yeah. Because it's yeah. flame. Flame, slime. Goo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slime, candy, candy ice. and ice. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Lumpy and, Space yeah. and is then the Lumpy pseudo. Lumpy Space yeah. is the non-element. Or the, the... So this is an interesting question about the future of the show. Uh, flame Princess casually says that she's, well, she references that Finn is a water elemental. Right. So I think at this point of the series, they're just using elemental as in like the D&D term. Right. So they're not... Where later it's the water elemental. And this is just like literally like you're on a campaign and you run into water. Right, right. right. Yeah. But I mean, even in a a non-D&D term, you know, I mean, D&D got those ideas from the elements from... you know, I, I, I'm bringing this up because we like we're, we're supposed to be talking about occult stuff, and uh, in this in this show, and the elements, the four elements are you know really really central to Western esotericism and the occult. Um, so it's interesting that they're starting to bring those in. I know that it's probably more a D and D reference. Yeah, I know. I think you're right. Later. Yeah. I mean, you're you're right now technically, but that's right, like right. that's using the it, knowledge we know. It, yeah, it, yeah. It becomes more important once yeah. you have like the elements being the the like metaphysical building blocks of ooh, which happens, which which yeah. is revealed later. I think I think like right now it's like uh, they're like just any given schlub in the fire kingdom. 
Uh-huh. Yeah. But then, you know, as the series goes on, you realize that she's actually... The elemental. The elemental. Yeah. She's that guy played by Mark Hamill. <laughs> I don't remember the character's name. I was really hoping I would by the end of the sentence and it didn't come to me. Azula? Azula? Who played... One's called Azula. Uh, Mark Hamill? What... He's the evil guy that uh, that Aang fights in that epic fight at like the end of the series. They have that giant battle in like a, like a desert on top of those like... Mark Hamill of... does a voice in... I'm pretty sure the main fire bad guy is Mark Hamill. Oh, wow. Huh. I mean, I believe you. Season four, first time Alex. No, I want to look it up. Uh, uh, (laughs) Avatar Fire Guy Mark Hamill. Yeah, he's uh, Fire Lord Ozai in Avatar. Okay, okay. Okay. Huh. Well, he did a great job. I loved. I I really love Avatar. Um, So, uh, so I think that that's kind of um, one of the reasons why uh, Flame Princess is such an important character. And also why I'm kind of excited to see this stuff kind of get rolling for real yes. in the series. Um, before we kind of uh, move on with the episode, because it starts to get like a little plotty. Uh-huh. I would just like to like, this is the kind of. Um, I frequently dislike some of the love interest stuff in the show because mostly uh-huh. it's like weird ageist and like there's just yeah. creepy stuff. This is perfect age love stuff. Mm-hmm. And f- when Finn tells her, when I look at you, my brain gets all stupid. Yeah. Is one, I miss that feeling of being like 14 and just like, you're so dumb. Like, you're like, oh my God, I want, I like, I'm so enamored with this person that my brain is literally falling apart. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a, it's a beautiful feeling, but like, it just, it made me remember that. I'm just like, my brain gets all stupid. It's like, yeah, that is exactly what it feels like to be 13 and have it's a crush. It's amazing though yeah. that Finn manages to be uh, as self aware as he is at this age i think so but but it's really cool yeah and even like even she feels it you can kind of tell at the end you know and she's like you would define nature for me because she thinks he's a water elemental yeah well you know the, the question though is uh well not the question the, the comment here is i'm pretty sure she's never met anybody that she could um uh court in her yeah. life because she's basically been kept as like like a like a coleman lantern in, in the fire yeah. kingdom yeah she's been a prisoner know? her entire life and you don't see a lot of like there's no like handsome fire princes that we meet no so i mean finn is probably the first like even though she would burn him to death mm-hmm. probably the first like in her mind suitable person that she could have a crush on yeah so yeah. that's got to be a major crush yeah 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 it's yeah it's uh it, it's which in a way does make it a little uncomfortable that finn is courting her and she is basically just brand new in the world but well no because she's she's been alive she just had a horribly abusive childhood yeah but she was kept in prisoner like she didn't really get to go out and do anything yeah, she talked to her court subjects and stuff i think she'd be like uh like a prince <laughs> harry type you know like All obviously right. you're, you're bearing the the scars of your horrific childhood of make, growing up in does affluence. Does this make Finn like Megan? What's her face? Yes. Oh, Finn, Finn okay. is Finn Megan. Is Megan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Finn is the Megan Markle. There we go. There we go. Yeah. We've he. Well, yeah, because he's not royal. He he's an outsider. He's he's had, on a TV show. She was an actress. Oh, he's had yeah. some adventures. Yeah. People on the internet like shipping them with other people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they both got sexually assaulted by Lumpy Space Princess. <laughs> Which, by the way, I so my my Google algorithm is so fucked now because of this show. So Eric and I were trying to figure out the the what we call skip episodes. You know, just the shows that don't really either don't have plot or esoteric stuff enough for us to discuss. 
And I saw there was an episode about Lumpy Space in this season, so I had to search in what season does Lumpy Space Princess rape Finn. And the thing is, 100% functional search. Multiple sources, <laughs> mostly Reddit conversation, that directly talk about what season, and it's season six, if anybody was curious. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's going in the vault. <laughs> yeah. Well, Adam Muto uh, apparently has been asked about it. And uh, he's, he avoided... I don't even know if Adam Muto was a he, but uh, avoided... Um, Answering to the point, but he's like, well, she definitely, he was in a really bad place and, and he was trying to kind of hurt himself. And it's like, he's really describing like making a bad decision and like sleeping with your teacher kind of thing. Like there's yeah. some, but like, he's like, oh, if it's French kissing or whatever, I don't know. We never defined it. And you're just like, oh yeah, you guys defined it. Yeah, you defined yeah, it was... the shit out of it. But like, you can't answer that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to uh, spend a lot of time on that episode probably <laughs> when it happens. You know, just, just for fun. Cause, cause I'm a little scamp. We should just skip the episode when we get to it. <laughs> I've mentioned that 600 times over the course of the show. And you can just do a little recap. I have so far, yeah, yeah, yeah. Space versus Rape's Fun. And then episode five. <laughs> oh, um, there's another thing that I love in this episode, speaking of uh, uh, people saying classic lines. Um, a reoccurrence of Jake using the kind of mid-Atlantic slang of his parents. Uh-huh. He goes, What's more important, your love for that screwball dame or being a hero? <laughs> your love for that screwball dame is so fucking great. It is. Um, so Neptur returns in this episode also. Neptur, the oh. shitty robot. Yeah, let me tell you, I was really excited to see him. I was, was not. Great. I, was yeah, not. I, love, I like, love Neptur. And his, and you know what makes Neptur even better? You He's me? rapping, which is just You know terrific. what? I, I actually... I, I liked the song. I gotta tell I you, the song. as far as the raps we've heard on this show, that uh-huh. this has been the best one. Yeah, but Neptor just infuriates me for like a deep level. Yeah, Not yeah, he, I, just, he's yeah. he's really. Uh, I mean, every time Neptor's on the screen, I just think that could be Bemo. Yeah, yeah, I have that same feeling. Except Bemo uh, can't build giant robot suits. Have they asked him? I don't think so. Yeah, I'm sure he could. Maybe, maybe, but sure he, he could. Seems pretty ineffective at building stuff most of the time <laughs> i bet you he could give him schematics maybe maybe i mean i would i don't know i don't know i would like to see him try i guess but he seems so clueless about robots when he yeah that's true he also believes himself to be a little boy so yeah that's yeah problems yeah. uh yeah my note there is actually literally neptor rapping boo <laughs> <laughs> i liked i like neptor's rap, no it's fine I, it's just i just don't like neptor as yeah, a character yeah same here it's like you know the, the thing is i really think it was just they didn't realize, like, giving a fully formed robot character, there's a whole chase sequence, and um, it's resolved. Well, Neptor builds mecha suits, which is great. Yeah. But the chase sequence is resolved by uh, Finn curling up into a ball and weeping, and her yeah. feeling the tear on her flame tendril. Yeah. And, and being <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> You're one of those. You cry and cry all the time. <laughs> and he's like, no, I don't. And it's, it's played <laughs> off so well. Like, he's, he's 13, so, like, he wants to seem cool and manly, but also... Just, he's got such a little kid boner right now that she's yeah. like, I mean, I guess I'm going to go with it. Yeah, I'm a crying guy. Look at me. I'm a water <laughs> elemental. Look at my eyes crying. Yeah, it's tough for him. I uh, I, I don't really envy Finn's position. Uh, and not only that, but he totally, he totally, uh, so like, I don't understand how he's even able to hug her at the end. How does he, how is he able to do that and not get like third degree burns? I have an answer for you. And it's not an Alex answer. It's an answer from the show. Oh. Most of my skin is a callus, is a quote from Finn in an earlier episode. 
that he is such a tough boy Uh that he can probably because here's the thing is I I don't have it as much as I used to but I used to have what was what's called in the in the chefing industry asbestos fingers Uh so when I was working the grill I could just like this is unsanitary sorry guys but like we'd cook uh, bacon on the grill these little circular bacons to put on the hamburgers Uh and I could just lift that from the grill with my bare hand and drop it onto something so you were you were thin tough at some point uh, well just my just my little fingies Uh but uh, uh, probably not my pinky but like the you know the 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 manipulation figures Uh so um, if I uh, being being a being a delicate uh, uh, liberal uh, cuck beta can pick up burning things from a grill. I think I, a hero boy with all all callus could give a like a short hug to a fire elemental. Okay, well I guess that's what we saw then. That's that yeah. that, that explanation works for me. I'm I'm willing to accept that. Yes, to argue against myself, I don't know why his hair or clothes didn't burn, but that I'm I'm just here to tell you weird stories of my youth when I had very uh, flame resistant fingers. I was reading something on some Adventure Time website or maybe it was on the Adventure Time wiki uh, about. Speculation that Finn isn't perhaps entirely human because he does seem to take a lot of damage and heal really well. Yeah, he might be uh, a healing mutant like Wolverine. So my um, or the dastardly Sabretooth or X twenty three, or Deadpool. What what I would say is that he is the child of an incredibly advanced culture. Uh huh. So it's possible that they were genetically engineered. Over the course of years to have stronger bones, more resistance to et cetera. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they were like this utopian super future society. So and his dad's pretty tough, too. Yeah. So you feel like he, I, there's probably some kind of like, I'm not saying full Wolverine, which would be badass, but there's probably a little something there. And the amount of magic shit he's fucked with, he's probably like picked up stuff here and there. Oh, yeah. He's probably filled with magical radiation. I mean, t- to be fair, he's got like 50 levels of dustomancy or whatever. All, all oh, yeah. Yeah. Him. There's a, that's a lot of magic. Some yeah. of it probably stuck around. Um, uh, oh, another good uh, line from this show, not to do like the, I like this episode. It's not an episode I would have thought I liked, but there's a lot of good stuff in here of Jake faking him out, going like, everybody's dead, man. It's like yeah. a barbecue of bodies. <laughs> and you see Finn kind of go for it. Like, man, I'm just messing with you. I saved everybody They're over there. <laughs> yeah. So there, so he didn't save a whole lot of people. There weren't a whole lot of goblins in that crowd. Well, to be fair, it's a village. Villages but are small. There were a lot of buildings in that village. There were fewer goblins in that crowd than there were buildings in that village. Well, goblins are just waste whores. Like, they just love, like, it's like, instead of, like, a single family unit, it's like a six-story building. Because they like being really spread out. Maybe, and also maybe um, uh, just because it's sort of a goblin town, nobody really wants to live there. And uh, there's a high vacancy rate. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah, okay. All right, okay. That makes sense, too. It's like like Detroit 15 years ago. And I think we've already seen uh, the Goblin King, haven't we? Yeah, Finn became Goblin King in an episode we watched. So maybe the Goblin King has summoned all the goblins to, like, the Goblin Capital or Goblin Land or wherever the hell the goblins go to live. Yeah, or maybe the goblins were bred with something else and became Urukai. That's all I have for this episode. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Um, oh, I do have one. Do I have one more thing? Oh, yeah, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that Rebecca Sugar was one of the writers for this episode. Oh, nice. Uh, Rebecca Sugar, think, uh, famous for being um, from that other thing. Sweet. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so... Um, would we like? Do you do you have any shiny rocks? Would you I like do. to hear some shiny? Let's do your shiny rocks first. Let's do my shiny rocks. First. I've got two that I want to bang out real quick. Uh, That's what she said. Never around me, um, because this might be the first, possibly the second. Apologies if there was one before. User submitted, and by user submitted, I mean listener submitted. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh. Shiny rock. Ooh. Somebody on uh, uh, 
X, nay, Twitter. Um, you can Saul, just, call it, just call it shitter. Saul. Oh, Saul. What's his last name? Moon uh, Dragon? Uh, dra- uh, the dragon Fee? Geez, I'm totally blanking on him now. Uh, uh, Mondragon? Mondragon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to put that on you. I just, I, yeah, sorry. I mean, I can see. Yeah, all right. I know who you're talking about. I, and he knows who you're talking about. Yes. My intention was to um, screenshot. Uh-huh. And somehow I managed, I think maybe I just went on autopilot and cropped it to just the picture. Uh-huh. So I was expecting to have his name in front of me right now, or their name in front of me right now. I don't know. I don't know pronouns. Uh, anyway. Uh, user submitted, and we we thank them greatly. Eric, do you know what Cody Wumple is? Cody Wumple, yeah, Cody Wumple. Uh, is that when? You... Actually, wait, 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 I'm going to give you a hint before you guess. Wait, but I have a really good guess. But it's a very Tolkien word. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but it's a very Tolkien word. Okay. Oh, that's the, no. I, I want that's, your guess. That's the, okay. no. There's your hint. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cotty Wumple yeah. is what happens when you are hanging your laundry up outside and your village is attacked by horsemen and they ride through your laundry line and leave your laundry all Cotty Wumple. There ain't no baggages around here. They're all down. Um, no. Oh. I like that guess. Was that close? In that the definition and what you just said are both in English, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Cotty Wumple is uh, uh, English slang to travel purposefully towards an e- towards a yet unknown destination. Oh, so it's like to set out uh, on purpose and to not know where you're going. Yeah, as okay. yet unknown destination. So I Cotty feel Wumple. like uh, uh, Frodo and the boys went on a little Cotty Wumple. Womple. They did. They did yeah. go on a Cotty Womple. All right. One more picture one so I can uh, proceed to lose these. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is my favorite thing ever. Uh, this is from Phil Fish, Phil underscore fish at mastodon.gamedev.place. I don't know who that is. He could be the worst person ever or a saint. I literally just found a thing. Okay. So okay. Uh, I, Hi, Phil. Yeah. Just in case somebody goes there and he's got like horrible things on their page. I'm right, not right. advocating. But life is extra surreal for French speakers right now because in French, phonetically, Chat GPT sounds exactly like cat I farted. <laughs> chat GPT. Chat Yeah, chat is is, is chat. Yeah, is, yeah. Uh, I know. It's it's I know. I do know. Yeah, pate. It's farted. Everywhere on TV, the news, people going cat I farted over and over again with a straight <laughs> face. Uh, so all the news is is cat I farted going to steal your job? How are schools dealing with cat? I farted. <laughs> Lawyer caught using cat. I farted. Um, I hate fart jokes a lot, but um, I found that terrifically amusing. I'm going to go through the three skip episodes really quickly just to pull out some Do interesting that. bits. That is, that is a lovely thing. Okay. To do now. So season four, episode two, five short grables. Uh, one of the reasons I picked, I, I made this a skip episode is because I know that the grables annoy Alex. Uh, I'm just I annoy is a strong term, but not a fan. I do love. How is annoy a strong term? That's a mild term. No, it's more. I find them uninteresting. It's not like I. It, that's it's more. If they annoyed me, I'd actually be more apt to talk about them. Really? It's that they do nothing for me. Okay. Like they just sit there. It, it's like walking by a post box. It's like it so, doesn't even like your brain doesn't register. It's just like a, so. There are just there are just two things yeah. that need to be pulled out that we need to be aware of in the five short well, grables. Uh, emo, what's his name? Does the voice? Emo Phillips. Yes. is Cuber, who's yes. the, the grable dude. Oh wait, I have three things. First, it's the first appearance of football. Who uh, I didn't realize. Oh was... fuck! Was that in there? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, second, uh, that's the Princess alarming. Bubblegum uses magic. Huh? She creates the perfect sandwich during the, during her. Grable, oh, that's right. Yeah. And she uses magic to make bread, 
Like there's chanting and ritual magic stuff, the whole thing. Yeah, but she's previously said in the past that kind of Carl Sagan thing, like advanced magic. No, she was totally doing it like a wizard, not like a scientist. Well, to be fair, yeah, and but everything else she was doing was sciency. But it is a grable, so it's fake. They're they're real. No, but they're grable, so they're fake. They're they're in the universe of Grey's Anatomy. That's what they're named after. Okay, I'm not buying that one. Yeah, I'm not uh, okay, so those are the two um, things that happen in the episode. Uh, and then there is one interesting kind of occult thing that Ooh. didn't make it into the episode. Uh, originally, so so one of the things that annoys me about the Grables is that there's like this thing where, you know, Cuber uh, is like, did you guess what the theme was? And in this one, the theme was senses. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, remember. Originally, there was going to be a sixth Grable and the sense was going to be memory. Uh, which we don't really uh, view as a sense nowadays, but in Heinrich Cornelius Agrippa's Three Books of Occult Philosophy, memory is one of our inner senses that we use to uh, perceive the divine light. That's cool. So there, occult stuff. I tied it in. Um, wait, wait. So uh, season four, episode three, Web Weirdos. I was glad that we got to skip that one. That's not one of my favorite episodes. It is. It's It's an amusing thing that i don't care about yeah. you know it's just like um the one thing though that i do uh, appreciate about the episode is bobcat goldthwait plays one of the yeah. spiders and bobcat goldthwait is an incredible human being yeah. um and he's hilarious it, it, so if audience at home only know him from actually or have never heard of him or only know him from his 80s stuff uh he did this movie he directed a movie called windy city heat which is one of the funniest things that's ever existed they basically tricked this poor idiot uh into thinking he's starring in a movie called Windy City Heat. And it is, I don't want to give too much away. It's, it's fucking brilliant. And it's fun. There was like podcasts afterwards over, but also um, he did uh world's greatest dad with Robin Williams, uh, which is fucking great. Like he's, he's a brilliant director and like every interview, he seems like the sweetest human being ever. Like he's this most self-aware boomer in the universe of like, maybe he's Gen <laughs> X, but he's like, he points out, he's like, man, I just trust the kids. So I go with what the kids say because I'm old and I just assume that they're right because that's what happened when I was young. And I'm like, dude, you were, you were the most self-aware. I love you. Like I want to kiss your face. Yeah. Uh, and then finally season four, episode four, dream of love. Very obnoxious episode about tree trunks and Mr. Pig being in love. Oh, one of my least favorite episodes I, of the I, show. I just, yeah. I dislike the episode. I dislike the way that, I mean, first of all, I dislike the way that they're just sort of focused on the two of them smooching all the time. But even more, I really hate the way that everybody around them reacts. Like it just doesn't fit into. Yeah. Like it just seems like people in Adventure Time would be into love. Uh, the only takeaway I have from this episode is that there's a point where Mr. Pig feels like his his tree trunks adventure is over and he's going to have to go back to his old life. And he says, I guess I'll just go back to eating criminals. Nice. That is funny. That's a good line. <laughs> yeah. So the problem with that episode, uh, it's not even just I don't like them, those characters. Uh-huh. It's also a weak episode. Like it's yeah. it's like this double punch of. Yeah. Like uh, nothing really happens in yeah. the episode and and characters act out of character. And then you have to spend way too much time with with Mr. Pig and Tree Trunks. And we Mr. Pig and Tree Trunks are, are important characters down the line, like, you know, in, especially in the story of the Lich. So we're going to have way too much of them later. Yes. I kind of think uh, when I think about my least favorite characters in Adventure Time, uh, you know, Mr. Pig and Tree Trunks are 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 on that list. 
with Nepter. Yeah, that's but, that's kind of my short list. Yeah, I don't want to sit here thinking about the things I don't like about the show. So anyhow, the, the, those were the three episodes that we skipped. Correct. I think with good reason. Uh, it, I, as you, dear listener, dear dear listener. With your, your ears, by the way, are lovely today, dear listener. Uh, you heard us talking about this last episode, how we were going to uh, be a little bit more aggressive in skipping uh, non-core plot episodes and skipping um, episodes without any, like, cool stuff in them. So that's what we're trying to do. But, you know, we can't – sometimes we have to we're, – we're summarizing them. Do I have to explain this every single time? I feel like I'm explaining it every single time, and I don't have to. I don't think you have to, but like I, you know, I don't think it offends anybody. Okay, <laughs> so cool. Like, oh, it wasn't going to stop you. Explanation <laughs> over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are your, what are your shiny rocks? My shiny rocks. Okay, so these are going to be older words. Cool. Uh, I took them from uh, Quicksilver by Neil Stevenson, which I mentioned at the beginning of the episode. And you want to hear a great joke about that? No. Um, <laughs> So, so they're kind of like seventeenth uh, century English words. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm familiar with that century. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard you look, you look great, by the way. I can barely tell that, that you've got gray hairs from being 400 years old. Well, I'm more like I, I when I say familiar, I mean I was, techni- <laughs> I was technically born within the century, but it was like you know 99. Like you know, was, that's you know, my mom told me mostly about it. Okay, are you ready for some weird words? I would love some weird All words. All right, the first one is. Lanugo. 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 Uh, how do you spell it? L A N U G O. Literally couldn't even begin to guess. It is a fine, soft hair, especially the first hair to grow on a human newborn. Wow. Yeah. Don't know that one. That is one of those words, though, that if I had that in my rack and Scrabble, uh-huh. I would have put those letters together just to see if that's a word. Yeah. Because yeah. it feels like it's a word. Not, yeah. <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> uh, all right. The next one, you might actually know this next one. Uh, Lascar. L-A-S-C-A-R. Oh, I used to. My friend Rob, well, I have been friends with him for 25 years, but a guy I was friends with in high school, his last name is Lascar. Oh, really? And I know I looked it up and um, I don't remember anymore. It's uh, a sailor from the Indian subcontinent or Southeast Asia. Oh, okay. That, uh, no, uh, that doesn't sound for I never look it up. Can this look? next one, um, I don't think you will know. All right. Sizar. S-I-Z-A-R. Oh, that is a Scrabble word. Oh, you know this one. I, I, I'm i curious to know if this word is actually still used. It might be. It might be still uh, used. Uh, Give me like three seconds. Okay. I... I know I no nah, I don't remember. I know I looked it up at one point because every now and again there's words I use in Scrabble all the fucking time. Uh-huh. And uh I'll be like I don't know what that means. I've used it a hundred times, but I don't think I don't think that's even the word I'm thinking of. So, so this yeah, is an uh, interesting this is a a student in um in a British university who receives financial aid in exchange for performing certain duties. Oh. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. Actually I th- so I suspect you probably have come across. I it. think I've read that in a book before. Well, I got it from a book for sure. Yeah. Oh, like a modern book? No, no, like a like a like a Sherlock Holmes or something. Oh yeah, I think it might still be used in like Oxford and yeah. uh, Cambridge or like you know the super old fashioned schools. Yeah. Uh, okay, this next one you might know, especially those of you in the audience out there, if you are computer programmers, uh, Denery. D-E-N-A-R-Y. It is uh it is base ten. You know, like binary is base two. Oh, Denary that's cool. is base ten. Oh, why den? Uh 
Uh, probably because it's related to Deca. I don't know. It would be Decery would be a, a well, it's Denery. That's what it is. That's weird. I mean, uh, I like it, but I, I'm confused by it. <laughs> and this one, I am almost certain you will know. Uh, obloquy. Wait, spell it. O b l o q u y. Not obliquely. No. Okay. Obliquy. It Ob- totally feels like a, an Alex word to me. That's why I think you're gonna you you'll know it. And if, is it like a funerary thing? Is that no, what, no, 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 no. I'm thinking reliquary. Um. Shit. You want me to I just, it? I just, okay, it's just, uh, just tell me. It's, 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 strong public criticism or verbal abuse. Like he had oh. to hide his face in shame after that obloquy. So I'm annoyed I didn't know the word, but I'm not annoyed because I knew the word and couldn't think of it. No, that is that is a somewhat new one on me. Okay, uh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Uh, new I have, old okay, one. and yeah. this is a really stupid one that uh, neither that you probably won't know and you will never need. Cool. Uh, Drogue, D-R-O-G-U-E. Oh, wait a second. Do you know this one? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, maybe you know this one. Drogue. Off. Wait, is there a way you can use it in the sentence? Because I swear to God, this is in my head somewhere. Uh, uh, the. Wait, let me guess. Is it like a ruffian? No. No, that's a rogue. No, no, no. But there's like a... God damn it. Oh, no, no, I forgot it. It's, it's, it, I think it probably comes from the word drag. It's a device trailed behind a boat or aircraft to oh, help stabilize yeah, no, no, no. or maintain uh, course. I knew that word. Okay. I okay. 100% knew that word. The reason I guessed rogue or ruffian is because the NADSAT dictionary from A Clockwork Orange uh-huh. was based on various other language groups. And they call them droogs. Droogs. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I, thought, yeah. I know in, about in, my, droogs. in my head, I was like, maybe they just yeah, use drogue okay, as, yeah, the, as yeah. the root thing. I can see it. That makes yeah, sense. Oh, yeah, the plane. God damn it. That's, I think, like a fucking episode of Mythbusters used that word. Like, I, I, can, believe I, like, that. I can believe that. I'm, I'm sure that it's a technical yeah. term Ugh. that probably still gets used. But How, how dare me? Okay. And then finally, uh, a word that, uh, that, you will, that you probably already love. Okay. Concupiscent. Oh, yeah. Uh, no idea. I mean, I do know, but Filled it's... with sexual desire yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. lustful. <laughs> That's one of those words that I, I knew, like, in, you know, when I was 19. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Concupiscent. Oh, I do have another shiny rock. Okay. Uh, well, okay. this is more of a Alex really loves young people uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. and their language. I was unaware of this, and, and pardon me if I'm not using it 100% correctly. Oh, no. Are you going to have some W Riz right now? No, uh, for real, for real, uh, no cap. Um, I was unaware of the kind of trans experience term of egg. Oh, I don't think I know this one. I'm glad you don't because I felt stupid not knowing it. And maybe, and and again, apologies if I don't understand this, but the way that I read it to mean is almost like the term in the closet for gay people back in back when that was like a valid uh-huh, uh-huh. it was never valid but like back when that was a, a term that we needed to use a lot i think it still gets used yeah it just sucks that it does but because that's like there's like a shame aspect associated yeah. with being in the closet like right, you're right. literally hiding so egg is like the like it's it's i think the way they use it is almost more like you're a trans person but you don't know it yet so oh, like you're so you're, you're an, an egg, egg like you haven't waiting to hatch you haven't like developed or like hatched your, your and real like, self has not I, emerged. I, I'm sure I don't have the nuance right. I mean, feel free to correct I like me, it. That, that... Uh, audience at home. I I would love to know the nuance. That makes sense. Uh, and... But I just I love that as a term because it's like, especially like kind of being related to the closet thing. It's like it's a positive way to view something. Yeah. That like in the closet is a somewhat negative term. Like 
you know, because it's you wouldn't need to be in the closet if our world didn't suck. <laughs> so you know, I don't know. Egg, egg, I think is is quite nice. Um, also, but also apparently, egg means like some fucking idiot on Twitter because apparently for a while they called people eggs. When researching it, I ended up on Urban Dictionary, and apparently, egg means like a bunch of things. Uh, okay, so are you ready? I'm very ready. There's nothing I want to do more than whatever we're about to do. So now we're going to talk about season four, episode. That's uh, right, host one. In your footsteps. <laughs> um, so again, like this is the one. So this is the one that we watched out of order before uh, I realized that Max had uh, the episodes in the wrong order. Very wrong order. Very yeah. wrong order. I know we talked about it before. Man, it is a cluster F over there. It is. Yeah, yeah it's a mess. So. Um, and this episode was actually originally going to be one that we would skip and just summarize, but it turns out that it's kind of important. So we're going to talk about it. Yes. Now, the thing that uh, one of the, this is a sort of thing where like um, there's an ongoing. I don't know how you, how do you describe like so the Enchiridion is is an important uh, plot element like throughout the series. Yeah. Um, it starts off as you know, sort of just being like the book. I mean, I, I loved that episode where they where they went to get the Enchiridion, but it yeah. ends up being sort of like you know the book that teaches you how to be a hero. I love when it can add colorless cards before your turn. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that what Enchiridion does? <laughs> no, Sorry, I'm, en- making, I'm making a slate of spire thing. I get that in the Nilri's Codex confused. Uh, Nilri's Codex gives you one of three uh cards at the end of the show i was yeah. right oh yeah yeah, yeah. so enchiridion yeah. you can add a color uh slay inspire people it's great great yeah game. it's a funny yeah. game um yeah but the enchiridion you know it's uh it, it's it's literally named after a, a legendary grimoire in in real life and in fact there's like the enchiridion of pope blah 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 blah, which is like a that's the one i'm grimoire. familiar with yeah. yeah so so uh this is a really cool occult reference it's a really cool sort of thing that they bring in and um and Finn and Jake just don't really treat it with a whole lot of respect, it turns out. I mean, well, they will later. But they don't understand what it is. They yeah. think it's just the hero's handbook. Right. And that obviously they understand that's important. But I don't think they understand that this is like a giant, significant, magical object. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, in oh, the... Sorry, set... spoiler alert, home, people oh, at home. Yeah, but, it's yeah, a very significant, it's a significant magical, magical object. object that um, basically a couple more seasons of the show are going to very much uh, uh, circle around. So this episode uh, involves a bear who starts mimicking Finn, and it kind of feels like a goofball of the week episode, right? Like, it doesn't yeah. feel really serious. It had a feeling a little bit like... Um, Oh God! What was that? The awful... horse one. It feels yeah, like, like the yeah. horse one. It just feels like it's a dumbass episode. Yeah. Uh, Though to be fair, if this were just a dumbass episode, I think I'm not saying I would like you know put my foot down saying Eric, uh-huh. we must talk about this, but it's so fucking bizarre. It is that it's worth talking about even outside the kind of a cult or whatever thing that we're doing at the show. Like it's a it's a nonverbal bear that yeah. starts parroting the behavior of the lead characters, and then he starts verbal. talking. It's fucking weird as shit. Yeah. This is like a David Lynch thing. It is. It is. And and there's a thing like like Jake knows something weird is going on right away. Like Jake's sixth sense is like, oh, this isn't cool, and he just doesn't know how to deal with it. But yeah. he honestly like. He picked up that something was wrong with the bear, and it wasn't until the very end where he's like, oh, God, maybe I was wrong. And it turns out he wasn't. There was something really wrong with the bear. Yes. The bear was part of a nefarious plot from 
the best villain in the series? Football? The Lich. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, <laughs> sorry, you're right. Um, well, let's, let's, there's a couple of things that we need to discuss in this episode beyond the Enchiridion stuff. Which Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I ate your Alex cakes. Oh, wait, wait, oh, 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 honey. I think to talk about before there. Maybe not. I, I don't know what order it goes in. But um, this episode might be the height of BMO cuteness. Uh-huh. Wherein there's a part where the bear mimicking uh, Finn drinking from a straw sucks on Bimo's foot. <laughs> I forgot. And it's hilarious. I forgot about that. But then the, like, I might get this tattoo. It is so fucking cute. Where Finn goes, I got to go pick up uh, Bimo from soccer practice. That's Jake. Yeah. Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah. No, no. Finn goes and picks it up. Because Jake's at home with the. Uh, oh, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Uh, I'm so rarely right. That actually kind of threw me. Um, <laughs> usually it's like, oh, my dumb, I, I said the wrong thing. But uh, anyway, um, Bimo coming back covered, wearing a soccer jersey. Covered in mud. Covered in mud, holding the soccer ball. It's already cute. But then mom and dad having a fight in and front of him. And he's sitting there. And he's sitting there awkward and then just sort of like kind of playing with the ball. And, and, and the camera keeps cutting over to him and oh, it's so adorable. Oh my God. Like it's it's both adorable and like, oh yeah, I know yeah. what this is like. I, yeah. I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to speak for Eric, but my home life wasn't great growing up. And I can assure you, I very much know what that feels like. <laughs> I mean, it's the sort of scene that you see in in TV shows and movies a lot where they're emphasizing sort of like bad home life or mom and dad fighting or the kids just sort of sitting there. Yeah. And, and it was uh, I, I noticed that, too. I, I made note of that. I was like uh, soccer BMO while uh, mom and dad fight. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I've been, uh, I, this is a very, very short story, because uh, I want the audience's uh, input if they want to talk to me about it. Uh, Blue Sky, uh, or uh, I still check Twitter. But uh, the shit. point is, I decided that I want to get a tattoo that I don't particularly care about, because I never had a tattoo before. Uh-huh. And I think it'd be psychologically healthy for me to like be like, you know, kind of shed the bounds of any kind of preciousness about the body, just get something uh-huh. stupid. So my thoughts right now. It's, I've been thinking Bimo or the Hollow Knight from the TV sh- from the game Hollow Knight because I love that. He's just a cute little bug. But Bimo in a soccer jersey uh-huh. might be my winner. So anybody that feels like communicating with us, uh, we're, we're the Wizbiz Podcast at uh, Shitter and Wizbiz Podcast uh, dot Blue Sky dot Org, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is. But the point is, uh, you should uh, t- give me give me some uh, po- uh, uh, some tattoo insight. You know, I mean, maybe we should uh, maybe we should both go get BMO tattoos together. Oh, because I don't God. have any tattoos either. That actually would be kind of fun. That would be. That would be no, no, of... fuck that. One of us is BMO, the other gets football. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be identical. <laughs> Nobody will know which is which. Yeah, and we won't know. We'll tell yeah. the tattoo artist, yeah. "Hey, switch up these exact pictures." <laughs> um, so, uh, so this episode has Finn cakes, which I don't know if have been introduced before, and it also I don't remember it before that, has yeah. uh, uh, Finn with a new catchphrase, which luckily doesn't stick around. This bear is Tops Blueby. Oh, I forgot about Tops Blueby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tops yeah. Blueby is annoying to me. Yeah. Uh, but there's also this great line. Jake, of course, always gets the best lines. But there's this line where they, you know, so the, the bear is imitating Finn and is throwing a party in Finn's name. And they show up. And Jake's like, Jake's like, how do you, how do you, how can you trust this bear? He's, he's over there feeding nuts to your ex-girlfriend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and literally, the bear is giving peanuts to Princess Bubblegum. so good. Yeah. Yeah. We also have the uh, the flare writing, uh, the, the flare 
Woo! Woo. Fly in uh, profile and flyer. Uh, that's a wrestling thing. Oh, no one cares. Uh, the bear writing flyers for a party is mm-hmm. really fun because it's one thing that he's mimicking speech. Yeah. The other, now he has the power to write. Yeah, that should have been a really big clue that something else was up with the bear. Yeah. Because, I mean, that bear was being psychologically manipulative and in a really, really clever way. That bear, it turns out, was really clever. But we are in a world where most animals are communicative. Yes. So it's probably not, like, it wouldn't be suspect because it would actually be suspect that there's a random ass bear that's not talking. Like, they're friends with pigs, with tiny that's big true. elephants, like, with there's there's talking birds, there's talking everything, talking yeah. fucking candy bars. That a non-talking bear is actually weirder. So when it starts communicating, it's like, it probably isn't like, oh, phew, I finally feel at home here. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's difficult to uh, to know. All I know is when the bear started running away with the Enchiridion, because I, I kind of had forgotten this episode. It, this is one I, of those episodes I that I... I didn't remember the Enchiridion part. I remember the bear thing, and I remember finding it so surreal that I enjoyed it. Well, when the bear ran away with the Enchiridion, I mean, you know, Finn and Jake give the Enchiridion to the bear. Yeah. Because Finn is a good guy and he believes that people can be good and he well, wants and, people and the to bear be heroes. says, I want to be a hero like you. Yeah. In one of the first things the bear says that is not just immediately or a little bit later parroting the words of Finn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would fall for that too. Yeah. Um, also, I don't want the Enchiridion. That's too much responsibility. <laughs> I mean, if you're Finn. Yeah, but I'm not. Right, but I'm just saying, like, okay, a, I understand I'm, what you're saying. I'm a doughy, depressed, middle-aged man that can barely go to work every day. I'm not. Well, then why won't you give me the Enchiridion? I would give you the Enchiridion. That's what I'm saying. I I know you have it. Yeah. Here's the thing that's that that was so creepy about it. Like, I kind of want to go back and check my notes. Like, the snail shows up in every episode. Mm-hmm. The snail is always everywhere. Yes. And all of a sudden, it's revealed that the snail is the lich. Still. Right, because the last time we saw, so so the lich used the snail to get out of the amber prison. Yes, <clears throat> and it turns out that some bit of the lich is still living in this. Yeah, snail. well, I I think it's it's not it's 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 uh, the lich's thrall. Yeah. Except the snail spoke with the lich's voice. No, but don't can I mean, thralls do that? Right. Well, I mean, it wasn't actually the lich's voice because the lich is usually, at least in this season, the lich is voiced by Ron Perlman. Was it Ron? Per- yeah, 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 it is Ron Perlman. Yeah. Um. But uh, but I'm just sort of like, oh, shit, that's kind of creepy because that snail shows up in every episode. Yeah. Hey, the Lich is fucking powerful, man. I know. Yeah. The Lich is a terrifying enemy. I, I'm, I, I really love him as an antagonist. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm glad that he's fictional and I'm glad that we don't have a ritual to summon him. Um, before we end this episode, I do want to point out like one more like fun little line. I have a fun thing, too. Uh, when Finn realizes that the bear is having a little party. Uh-huh. And he runs out and stops the bear and like breaks his mask or whatever. He's like, "Nah, I made the 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 imposter run away." And Princess Bubble go saying, "Finn, n- no one thought the bear was you." <laughs> I love that breaking of it's just so like... yeah. It's it's the contract that we've signed watching this episode <laughs> is that we understand that the bear's trying to be Finn. Yeah, and then in this magical worldview, Finn was like, "Of course, everybody's going to believe it. It's me." Yeah, I know. Jake's I know. convinced it, and, and, and <laughs> Princess Bubblegum being like this this voice of reason. This, yeah, like, this just Finn, like don't Finn. be an idiot. Yeah, what? It's a fucking bear, dude. Of course we didn't believe those you. It's a dancing bear. We're having a party with them. Yeah. Why would we not? Yeah, why would you <laughs> not have a... yeah. I mean, I would go to a party with a dancing yeah. bear. 
It's fun. It's 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 a fun like semi meta joke. Yeah, 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 it is. Um, so the bear was played by a voice actor named Eric Bauza. Eric Bauza is a uh, is sort of is it does a lot of like Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies stuff now. He he sort of took over, um, as like the voice of like Donald Duck and and oh really oh. and all those sorts of characters. Oh, Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck, those sorts of characters. What was the name of that? Mel Blanc was that the? That's what Mel Blanc was the one that was in my head. Yeah, but he was like Porky Pig and stuff. Is he all the other guys too? I know he oh, did like a no, bunch there was, of them. There was another one. Uh, it was either Mel Blanc or the other famous one. Yeah, yeah, but, whatever. Yeah. But he he basically like stepped in and took that took over that role and does a lot of like really famous oh, cool. uh, cartoon yeah. voices. So it's kind of neat that he got to do the bear. Okay, you can see him in Space Jam Two, starring that guy. <laughs> I don't remember. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James. I'm really, really excited about season four. There's so much cool stuff that happens. I, yeah. I, I'm excited about going back to the nightosphere. Uh, this is the last of the tweener uh, seasons where yeah. we're starting to get like the, we're starting to under, like the show's starting to understand itself as being a uh, linear plotted thing. It is not that every episode has to be one after the other, but like it understands the universe it's in. It's starting to like get its its little its little. Uh, wavering horse feet. It yeah. just gets born. It's a little full feet or it's a little quivering and you're still going to have episodes you don't care about. But like, this is, this is the season where we really start to like, the stuff that happens in this season is reflected in the last episodes as Fiona oh, and yeah. Cake will reference it. Like, you know, oh, yeah, this is, absolutely. we've now entered the kind of episodic kind of non-episodic, you know, linear storytelling. Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually like um, in particular, like some of the stuff that ends this season is, is, is directly impactful in Fiona and Cake, you know, like the, the farm world, farm fin sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's some incredible stuff in this season. I, uh, I'm really looking forward to digging into it. So I'm glad that we made it through the first three seasons. Yeah, I mean they're fine. They're just you know they're yeah. uh, uh, not the not the most um, they they were the more embarrassing to be a middle aged man talking about. Now there's like now that we have like <laughs> like interesting kind of recursive storytelling going on. That yeah. we're like oh cool this is like yeah I yeah and stuff starts to get darker yeah. and more complicated and. Uh, and you have to know what's going on a little bit more to enjoy season four. And it's just gonna get it's just gonna get crazier as time goes by. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eric, I challenge you uh, to tell the audience this. Yes. Let's say you want them to go to action. What what kind of call would you give? My my main <clears throat> call to action is to uh, is it's going to be a choose your own adventure, and it's going to be like this: if you are already subscribed to our podcast. Please text your best friend and say, hey, WizBiz with Alex and Eric is setting out on this glorious season four adventure of Adventure Time, and it's time for you to come and listen. Uh, and if you, if your best friend texted you a link to this episode and you listened, I would like you to subscribe. You can subscribe at whizbizpodcast.com, or you can just go to wherever the hell you listen to podcasts, search for WizBiz. And you'll find us and subscribe and then uh, and then tell us how much you um, hate Alex's jokes or yeah. how much you love my jokes. Either one is fine. Uh, the other thing to say is um, uh, if you're uh, a fan of the show and you're somewhere that you can leave a review, please do that. 
Yes. Like like an iTunes or whatever it is now or uh, Spotify has uh, has that. Because that is helpful to like get us shown to other people. Not that mm-hmm. that's like a, an active thing, but yeah, it'd be nice. You know, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I, now that we've given them three calls to action, I think this is confusing enough. Should we end the episode with uh, Well, it's kind of one call to action. Rap? They're just waiting to find out what subcategory they belong to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's it. Uh, we will see you uh, next week. Pancakes. That's the one. The ending was Nappily Bubble.